Welcome to Storehouse Dallas. Amen. Thanks, babe. All right. How's everybody doing? Okay, so you're going to have to bear with me because I kind of left my Bible over here and my phone was over there and I don't even know where my notes are. So it's not that I wasn't organized. I actually had everything ready to go, but it's somewhere other than here. So um, I'm going to print this out again. And um, Aaron, can you go get that for me? Thank you. Look how I didn't even ask, and he's already over there. I love that man. We are a team around here. There's no I in team. Right, Coach? Right. All right, so um, tonight I'm going to be talking about governmental prayer. And um, I'm at the end, let me tell you how this is going to grow. I'm going to talk about it a little, and then I'm going to invite the intercessors to come up. And, um, and so we're going to not only tell you about it, but then we're going to show you how we do what we do because, um, it's supposed to be on earth as it is in heaven. Right. And so there's something going on in heaven, but the key is we've got to learn how to get it down to the earth. Is that right? And so we don't, me and my gals, we don't really mess around. We just like to see things happen on the earth. So we're going to show you how we do what we do and how we get things moving. You got to have things moving, right? How many of you need answered prayer, right? Okay. Well, that's what this is. Uh, I don't know about you, but when you go around without answered prayer, it gets pretty discouraging. And that's really where the heart sickness comes in. And uh, so God has something to say, and we want to know what that is. All right. So you all know the Lord's prayer, right? So he said to them, okay, listen, don't pray like those other guys. Those guys, all they do is sit around and pontificate and, and they say lots of words, but they never say anything. So in other words, he was saying that they're, they're praying prayers that are earthly prayers. So earth to earth ain't going to get you nothing. Earth to earth isn't going to get you anything. It's not going to go anywhere. It's like me. Try, have you ever tried to, 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 to bounce a basketball on a rubber floor? like that's spongy or rubbery, it just doesn't bounce, right? It's the same with earthly prayers. It's like, well, you know, God, let me just beg for you. Let me just ask you again what I need. I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. And he said, don't ask me what. Don't ask me what. Don't ask me what. Don't ask me what. And what he's saying is he's saying, listen, you need to ask me how. He said, okay, let's read this. In this manner, therefore, I want you to pray. Our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Okay, so I had Heather. Say Heather. Heather, raise your hand. Nope, can't do that. Okay, Jonathan, I'm going to need you. Help. Can you turn this whiteboard around for me? Oh, look. Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> That's Rob. There, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three point. Okay. We got to, you know what? If anybody here wants to buy me a new whiteboard, that would be awesome because the, 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 the wheels broke. 
And so they're, you can't really roll it around anymore. Ah, look what Heather did. Isn't that beautiful? Very legible, printed and everything. All right, so let's read this. John 5.19 said, Then Jesus answered and said to them, you can, you can read with me, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. All right, John 8, 28, by the way, that was really well done, okay? But I know there's some of you that are not participating. I see you. All right, John 8, 28. Then Jesus said to them, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he and that I do do nothing of myself, but as the Father taught me, I speak these things. Okay. So basically he's saying, listen, I'm just basically parroting what I hear my dad saying and what I see my dad doing. And so he said, I'm, 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 I am made in the image of my father. Therefore, I'm, I'm, I'm flowing in everything that my father is doing. And as Jesus was a forerunner, so these are the things that we do. And so he's basically saying, this is how you pray. Something's happening in heaven with the Father. And he's saying, you need to get a hold of this, what's going on in heaven, because dad is talking and dad is doing something. And all of you have issues, some of you more than others, and you need help with those issues. Okay, one more before I turn it. Okay, Luke eleven twenty eight. But Jesus said, that's Jesus, Jesus said, more than that, blessed are these, those, sorry, who hear the word of God and keep it. That word keep it means, did you get that? Did you get that? Okay, you can write that scripture down. Basically, what he's saying, those that keep it, meaning those that honor the word, those who um, take care of the word, those who hold the word fast. Are you holding the word fast? Are you, are you not just the word of God written, but the word of God spoken? Hold on. So again, anybody want to buy me a whiteboard? All right. See, you need both man and woman, okay? Takes both of us. All right. So here's what he's saying. Um, he's saying, you need to get on my plan. I'm not coming down. I'm not getting on your plan. Your plan is going to lead you into a ditch. But if you'll get on my plan, then my plan is going to prosper you. It's going to bless you. It's going to help you. In all of that, you will grow Everything you need is in God's plan. His will, right? You, you get that, right? Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you know this, and if we can all agree that we're only going to do what we see him doing, and we're only going to say what we hear him saying, then why wouldn't we commit our lives to prayer? And prayer being the most important thing that we do with our lives, realizing that without it, we're basically on our own. And that 
I will tell you, doesn't go very well. You will go into the ditch. And so prayer is a place where heaven and earth meet. And, um, and so the Lord is, the beauty of the Lord is he's not going to force you to do it. He's not going to force you to go into prayer. He's not going to force you to come in and meet him face to face. But like, 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 um, Ariel was singing, I'm listening to that. And I'm thinking to myself, your voice is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Hearing your voice, there's nothing that compares to the voice of our father. Nothing. And then when he speaks, you know, you're like bathed in his beauty, bathed in his goodness, bathed in his love, you know. Nothing else helps us like that. And then he, then you go, okay, I've got these problems. And he's like, yeah, 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 I already know that. Let me help you. Let me help you with those problems. And so let me show you. I want you to turn in your Bibles really quick, and I'm going to give you a brief teaching on 1 John chapter 5. And we can start at verse 7. This is the love book. 1 John, the love book. Okay, so you've got this whole situation that 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 1 John Actually, he's what he's doing is he's saying to you in 1 John, he's saying, Oh, this is what prayer is. This is this is where this is where the money is. This is where everything happens for you. Okay, let's start in chapter six. This is he who comes by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit who bears witness because the spirit is truth. For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the father, the word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. So you've got this thing going on. Okay, I'm going to do heaven like a cloud, even though that's actually not what heaven is anything like, but you know. Okay, so you've got this thing going on. You have the father. You have the word. And you have the spirit, right? And he says, he says, what about them? They are what? They're one, right? Isn't it interesting? He didn't say the son. Isn't that interesting? He didn't say the son. He didn't say Jesus. He said the word. Where was the word in the beginning? With God. Okay, so these guys are hanging out. They're hanging out. The Father, the Word, who created the earth, was created with what? The Word. So he's the creative one, okay? So he's doing all the heavy lifting. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, and nobody, that's not like theology or doctrine, okay? Uh, okay, now, verse 8. And there are three that bear witness on the earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. Okay, hold on. I'm going to use green because the earth is green. Okay, so tell me what it is again. What are the three? Spirit, water, and the blood. Okay, so, and what do they do? So they agree as one, right? Okay, so you got heaven and you have earth. 
So you have these two things going on. And and these three, these three are, they just are. What are they? I am, I am, I am. They exist. They are, they are. They don't do anything to be together. They just are together. They are three that are separate, but yet they are one, right? The Trinity, right? But then you have something going on and you have a, you have something that comes down and you've got this word that comes down because it said what in verse six? That, that, wait a minute, hold on, let me get these on. It's hard to do when you're wearing a hat. All right. It says, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but water and blood. So, you've got the water and the blood is the Lord, right? What happened when they pierced his side? What came out? Water and blood, right? It was basically the birth canal. The same place that they pierced him was the place that Adam was pierced. He gave birth to his bride. When he was pierced, what came out? It was a birth canal. It was water and blood that came out that gave birth to the bride. So you've got the water and the blood that is Jesus, right? Plus the spirit. And so don't let me, don't let me get you confused. But what he's saying here is that when the word comes down, where does Jesus now live? He's on the inside of you, right? And so the spirit speaks to the spirit in you and it says something. It's communicating to you. And he said, listen, in order for this to transpire, you've actually got to do something. It requires something on your part. It requires you to take the time to listen to what the conversation is going on up here. That's what prayer is. Prayer is just listening to what's happening because something's happening and he has something to say about what's going on in your life. He has an exit strategy. He's the guy, when you walk around the Monopoly board, he's the one that's going to get you out of jail for free. Is everybody with me? Does anybody not understand this? You can raise your hand and ask me a question now. Okay, we're good. All right. That's basically what prayer is. It's agreement with what the Lord is saying from heaven on earth as it is in heaven. I, I got to see and I got to hear. So instead of going, okay, so I'm spending my time in prayer. When I go to prayer, there I am, and I'm like, okay, Lord, I love you, I love you, I love you. And I'm just having these encounters. And I never say I never take him, I never say what? I never take him the what? Why take him the what? He already knows the what. What I do is I ask the how. Okay? How are you going to solve this problem that I have? How are you going to get me out of jail for free? How are you going to get money in my account? How are you going to pay my rent? And so there's a couple of things that he's going to do when you ask him that question. He's going to say, this is what I want you to do, and this is what I want you to say. So it's as simple as that. You do exactly as Jesus did. And so when you go there, he's going he's to say, okay, um, I love you. First of all, 
he's going to do this. He's going to give you his perspective on your problems to get you out of the pity party. Okay? So he's going to give you his perspective. The When the word of the Lord shows up, everything changes. Because now you have the word. Now, here's where the rub is. When the word of the Lord shows up over whatever situation you have, whatever kind of, and it's, it's going to be, you know the drill. It's relational over your children, over your marriage, over your girlfriend or boyfriend. It's either over school. You've got a mean teacher. You've got a mean boss. You've got a mean friend. You name it, right? We've all been there. You've been betrayed. You've been hurt. You've been crushed. You've been, you know, the list is long. But once he breaks in and he begins to say, this is the, my truth in this situation, then what it does is it helps you to let go of the judgment. Remember what it said? And um, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It helps you to let go of all of that because you're like, okay, God, this is your perspective. And remember Jesus said on the cross, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. In other words, they've been taken captive. The enemy is just dancing on their head and the enemy is using this person to try to destroy you. But you have to take yourself out of that one-on-one, they're the enemy. And you've got to say, no, there's actually an enemy who is using this person to hurt me. I think I'm going to declare war on that enemy and not on that person. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right. So you got to get God's perspective. And so it might, he might be saying, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you not to defend yourself in, in the place where you're getting accused. I want you to defend me. God, God, or God is saying, I'm going to defend you. I'm going to defend you. I've been in that situation where he wouldn't let me defend myself. I was like, but, but, but. There's so much I have to say about this. And he's like, no, 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 no. This is actually a test. How many of you have been in the test? So heartache brings the test. And you got to pass the test. So he's like, are you going to do this and do this? Remember, it's the will of the Lord. You're going to do his will, right? Oh, but I'd rather just complain. And he said, all right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to do what I tell you to do or don't do. And I want you to say what I tell you to say. And he's going to give you something to speak over that situation. It could be as simple as three words, like, um, oh gosh, what was it? I got this. So you could go along in your whatever it is, and you can just say, Lord, thank you that you've got this. Thank you, Lord, that you've got this. Thank you, Lord, that that you've got this. And that's how you pray. It becomes your declaration And nothing else gets to come out of your mouth about that situation. And you're like, well, but I have all these reasons why I should be complaining and talking about this. Do you know that the word complain in Hebrews means to stop? You want all these people that are like, Lord, I need the breakthrough. (laughs) 
I just need breakthrough. And they do that for like 20 years. And the Lord is like, you know, you might be the problem. Because I died on the cross. I opened up the gateway for my words to be available to you and for you to use the thing that I died for you to have, but you're still asking me the what. Don't ask me for what you need. Get in heaven and bring it down to the earth and rule and reign over this nonsense where the enemy has come to steal from you, where the enemy has come to lie to you, where the enemy has taken your money, your love, your relationships, your destiny. And he's like, just partner with me and things will go a lot better for you. Or you can keep doing it on your own and don't pray. The reason that there is 50% divorce in the church is because we don't do this. Because we start getting, things start breaking down in our marriage and we start looking at each other like it's her fault or it's his fault. And we begin to fight each other instead of learning how to fight the demons that are the problem. Amen? So when somebody is hurting, what do you do? Well, as Christians, a lot of time what we'll do is we'll see somebody that's hurting and we'll go kick them while they're down and we're like, oh my God, they're so blah, blah, blah. I'm not kidding. You do that. We do that. I, I don't know. I, I've learned this the hard way to shut my mouth and begin to get the word of the Lord over something and begin to speak that. That's what prophecy is. Prophecy is for encouragement, edification, and for the building up of the body, a building up of one another, right? All right, so I'm going to do and I'm going to say. So we're going we're gonna, to um, demonstrate this for you. So I just want to invite some of my prayer buddies up here, okay? And I'm going to show you what we do. And then I'm going to call on some of you and embarrass you. But we're family, so it's not like an embarrassment, right? No, I don't know. It might be Clint. Maybe. <laughs> Okay, girls, come on up. Now, listen, we're looking for male intercessors. So if anybody ever wants to volunteer. Matthew used to pray with us, but he got busy. All right, so what we do is this. We'll say, okay, we have um, the what, and we just need to take the what to the Lord. And we say, all right, Lord, what do you want to do about this? What do you want to say and what do you want to do? Now, here's how he comes to us. He will say, he comes to us in words that are spoken. He comes to us with scripture. He comes to us in visions. Okay? And and when he does this, then we go, oh, man. That's amazing. And a lot of times what he'll do is he'll give several of us the same, like he'll show us a, one of us a picture. He'll show one of us a scripture that backs up the picture. And then others, he'll speak to us in the very same way as what's in the scripture. So each one of us will get different stuff. And it's just confirmation that the Lord is speaking. So when that happens, we know what we have is we have the sword of the Lord. Okay, then we go in and we do damage to the camp of the enemy 
and we begin to move things forward because nobody is now standing in our way. Amen? So this is why it's so important, and two can set 10,000 to flight. That's why it's so important that you have people that can pray with you, that know how to pray, that know how to get the word of the Lord, and then they know how to stand on the word of the Lord and begin to believe it. Remember, all you need is agreement. All you need is agreement. That's why marriage is under attack, because if they can take that covenantal partner out, then what happens is that you no longer have agreement to begin to move things forward. Amen. All right. So, um, how do you girls want to do this? I mean, do we have anything that who has a, who has something that they need prayer for? Okay. Hi, tell me your name again, Jennifer. Okay. What do you, what do you need prayer for? Um, I need an attorney. Okay. You need an attorney. So you need help legally for something that's going on. Okay, so so what you're looking for is you're looking for the thing that God wants you to do, and you're looking for the thing that um, God wants you to speak over this situation. Okay, so Jennifer is looking for legal help. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to say, okay, just you guys join us. We're just going to pray, and you're going to kind of see how this works. Is that okay? Are y'all good? Are you having fun? Nobody asleep? <laughs> you're coming next. All right. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word that is in heaven. I pray, God, that you would release a spirit of prophecy over us. Lord, we bless you. We love you. Father, we thank you. We, you are our Father in heaven. You created heaven and earth and all that is in it. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. All things are in you. You are the all in all, and you hold the stars in your hands. We honor you and we bless you and we thank you for your word. And Lord, we lift up Jennifer to you. Father, we thank you that you know her plight. You know where she is. You know what's going on in her life and what's in her heart. And so we just ask you, Lord, that you would speak to us on her behalf, God. Show us what to do, God. Show us what to say, God. All right, when you have something, just um, grab, just raise your hand. I'll give you the mic. Okay, this is Carol. So uh, when you first began to speak, Jennifer, the Lord gave me this scripture from uh, 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast all your care on the Lord, for he cares for you. So from that, the Lord is saying, I understand what you're going through. I see where you're going. He knows where you're going. He's seen this from the foundation of the world. and he has your back on this. So I would just, I just then saw like a river and you know how you fly fish and you stand on the side and you kind of scooch in a little bit and you, man, I've seen this a bunch of times, but just like cast, cast that thing that you need this attorney for onto the Lord, give it to him and let go of the worry about it and just ask Lord, you know, where is this attorney? And then you rest and you sit and it'll come. So Jennifer, all right, so we just take that and we just pray over 
So I saw you standing on the edge of a cliff and I saw that you had, um, you were just standing there empty handed. And I saw as you stood there and you got the father's perspective that this road appeared before you. So there was a cliff, there was a perspective of where this is the end of the road. There's nothing else. But as you looked at him, I saw these stones appear before you. And he wants me to remind you that he's appointed your steps and that he's gone before you. This isn't something that scares him. It's not something that surprises him, but it's something that he's going to provide the steps for. Okay, so um, when Tracy was talking about the um, stones and uh, stones, okay, so um, it's, this is a beautiful picture that he's showing us. Like you're you're beside this river, and you're just you've got that you've got that thing that needs to be cast, and you're just gonna you're gonna cast it. It's gonna be gentle, and it's gonna land right where it needs to go. So you've got these stones that you're going to walk on in this river. This river is really important. It's that river that flows from the throne of God. This, it's like this issue that needs an attorney is just the gateway to the glory that he has for you. And his love for you is going to flow in that river. And I just see you being washed in that river. And you're going to, at the end of this, be so joyful and so uh, amazed at the glory and the beauty of the, that the love of the Lord, he loves you. And when we hurt, when his girls hurt, it hurts his heart, right? So the Father has this. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Trinity. It's that dance, that union that you're invited into. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We're included in that. Don't despair. That river is beautiful. The stones are sure. He's that rock. It's a rejoice. Okay, this is Lori. Okay, and you said, the first time you said, I need an attorney, all I heard was, I'm the turnkey. Not, not I'm an attorney, I need an attorney. I heard turnkey, the turnkey, I'm the turnkey. 
And I went to Revelation 3, 7, and it says, this is the Lord. He says, these things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and he shuts and no one opens. And I feel like the Lord is just clearly saying, he is the door you walk through. He has the answer. And, and you just simply, it's, it's, it's like the things we're all saying here. It's an ease. It's a thing that's going to be so small to you that when you walk through, so I want you just to even see a door set before you. And you said, Lord, you said you have set before me a door that no man can shut. You know, declare his word over you. Declare the door that is set before you that is open. It's a turnkey. He's already provided the key. There's already the answer. It's already been done. It's really already been done for you. Ah. When we um, closed our eyes immediately, I saw three keys drop from heaven. And so I asked the Lord, well, you know, Lord, what the, what are they for? Because she probably needs to know what they're for. Do you, do you have words for each key? And I heard um, finances, freedom, and family. So as you keep your eyes focused on him, the Lord said that these keys are just going to drop. Like you don't have to work for him, strive, go search for him. But as you're, you know, looking towards him, um, they're just going to drop down. So those are things that you could declare too, as you said, this key for this, this key for that, and they'll drop down. Um, also when you first started speaking, um, and you said that you needed an attorney, I, I almost felt like a deeper heart cry. It's not just that you need an attorney. I felt like you're saying I need justice. Um, and, and so I, f like the father knows that that's really the heart cry behind that. And so I immediately saw this, um, gavel coming down and I heard like the click, you know, like, and I feel like I want, like his heart is that you would hear that in the heavens, like his justice. Like, um, so I heard that and then I saw all of these like angelic wings all over the place. Like stuff is moving, like he is sending, you know, his angels are those who are sent on assignment to those um, who will inherit salvation, you know, it says in the word. So, um, so he has justice in store for you. And not only that, but he has a way and angelic help, you know, cause we're going to win this in the heavens to bring it back down to the earth. Right. And so, um, I, uh, you know, just with everyone else is saying, it's just that agreement that says that is the, 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 the point of transformation, you know, like your agreement brings that transformation. Right. So it's pretty simple. Okay. So you hear from heaven and you begin to say, now you can do this on your own when you're in prayer. And what, and it, it also helps, like John and I will sit and we'll pray together and we'll wait on the Lord until we feel like we have the answer and the thing that the Lord wants us to do. He primarily creates with the word. He rules and reigns. You're going to rule and reign just like Esther. Remember, Esther had the signet ring. What did she do? She wrote out edicts and declarations, and then she put this, the Lord's signet ring or the king's signet ring on it. Here's what he's saying. My people need to understand that, that heaven and earth will move based on my word. 
And the power of his word will conquer every single enemy and every single way. And you think, well, how could that be? How could that be? It feels like nothing. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. Don't look at this and think it's nothing because it's everything. Because the same words that came out of Jesus when he was on the earth are coming out of you. Remember, Jesus and the Spirit in agreement with you, with you will stay in agreement. And here's the here's the rub. You absolutely cannot say the opposite. You have to be like, whatever it takes, fast speaking or something, because you are moving things in the spirit. So you wake up in the morning and what do you do? Father, I thank you that I can cast my cares on you all throughout your day. Lord, I thank you that you're creating a new name for me, that it's written on a stone, that you're ordering my steps. Father, I thank you that you are bringing a turnkey for me, the key to the house of David. And what I open, no man can shut. And what I shut and no man can open. And here is what you need to hear from me. All right. The closer you get to the answer, the more chaotic and the opposite of all of what you're asking for is going to begin to look. All hell will be loosed on your words. But if you will stay the course, stand therefore, remember what he said in Ephesians chapter six, stand therefore fully armored in, in the armor of God and keep that sword moving, keep that shield up and don't believe what you see, only what the Lord has spoken. And you keep piercing that enemy through, piercing that enemy through. I am not going to give up. God is going to win because he's already, I have his word and I'm standing on his word and demon, you get out of my way. And I just, I can cast my cares on the Lord and he has ordered my steps and he has given me the key to the house of David. And I am opening this door to freedom. I am opening this door of justice. I am opening this door to finances, freedom and family. Amen. All right. So that's how you do it. Doesn't seem hard, does it? All right, so I just want to invite Clint to come up here because he's going to be my guinea pig. Come on, babe. He's like, dang, I knew I shouldn't have come tonight. Everybody encourage him with some. All right, hold on. I'm going to get you a chair. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to have you, we're going to have you do this. Yes, go ahead and sit. We're going to have you do this. And so. What it's like for, oh, hello. What it's like just for one person to say, all right, I'm going to wait. And you can wait. Because here's the thing. Sometimes it doesn't come right away. You got to wait. And I sometimes I'm waiting for three hours. But I'm enjoying the Lord. 
I'm having encounters with him, but he still hasn't really said anything. But here's the key. Do not move until God has spoken. Do not do anything or say anything until you have the word of the Lord or the Lord has said, okay, I want you to go bake brownies for that person that's being mean to you or whatever, you know, baking is big in heaven. He, that's the, really, you know, you want to find the way to someone's heart, cook for them, break bread with them, take them to dinner, buy them a gift card, right? How do you feel about this? You might be making a mistake. Give me a mic. <laughs> no, no. What is it a mistake? It's perfect. Okay, so you ready? What's the thing you want your enthusiasm to be? There's a lot of things right now that you know that makes me pray for. Um, put it out there with you guys. I mean, shoot, it's We, <clears throat> when I preach, I usually don't use the mic. Um, we've been, literally, I left my career, moved to Texas, uh, put it all on the line to come down here and to be obedient to God, to plant a church in Dallas, not knowing anybody down here, what that means. And, uh, you know, we've been patient, we've been praying, and we're still, you know, it's just... We're going to stick with it no matter what. And to be honest, I'm just, I'm kind of sick and tired of dealing with visionless Baptists. Because <laughs> I'm a Southern, <laughs> I'm a Southern, you know, Southern Baptist ordained. Uh, we've been working with, with um, several groups and, you know, you know a little bit of our story, visiting several churches. And um, just kind of on a, a just a latch di last ditch effort with, with them just asking for just a, a sponsor church a sending church, just a church that has vision to do ministry, to raise up a work uh, in downtown Dallas. What, Evan, I'm very open to what that looks like, uh, to partnering with someone else's vision. I've even contacted um, the Foursquare denomination because we've done a couple church plants with them, uh, with my wife's dad. And uh, it was like crickets, to the point where it was just weird. So that's we're good. praying. Are good. <laughs> that's the Lord sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know that wasn't what he wanted. So. So, and I don't mean to bad, bad mouth Baptist. I am one. I'm just. <laughs> and it's, it's staying kind of in this in this same groove, trying to push against the same door. I, I'm just maybe that's not the door I'm supposed to be knocking against so hard. So here's what we want to do. We want to pray and we want to ask the Lord. We want to ask him the question of how so what do you say and what do you do? Okay, everybody, uh, while Hannah is praying, and can we put some worship music on? And uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna wait on the Lord. And um, the essence of all of this is out of Chapter 2. Oh, yeah, it's prophesied. Oh, yeah. So that you're all going to prophesy. You're all going to speak the word of the Lord. You're all going to have the word of the Lord. Every single one of you from heaven to earth. 
And so, Father, I thank you for Clint, God. I ask you, God, tonight, I ask you for the how word. We ask you, Father, not for the what. We know the what, God. We're asking for the how. We need your words to come and break in. And so we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for Clint. We thank you for his family. Okay, put a pause on the worship. Did you hear anything? I mean, anything, even if you thought it was you. Okay, I got the girls back here. Okay, who goes first? Carol? Okay, you do the oil. So, Clint, I see this generational inheritance on you to teach and to preach. I think it came from your grandfather, maybe, um, or a relative of some sort. But I see that the Lord has placed, um, there's this there's this necklace on you, this authoritative necklace that he's placed on you. And I see that he's coming to fill it with more oil. And I see that there's an increase coming to you. But I also see that you have these angels that surround you, especially when you worship, that they come and they bring you a fresh, fresh breath. So, Father, we thank you for an increase of an awareness of the angelic. Father, I thank you for an increase. I see, I see you taking the stage. I see that you're going, um, your word's going to hit the mark every single time. I see that there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a story inside of you. There's a book that he's called you to write, but there's also a story inside of you. There's a story inside of you that you've been waiting to release. So, Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you for that key that you would unlock those places and that you would just release a sweet release. Father, I thank you that it would be out of a place of rest. He's taking you into a deeper place of rest where striving will not even be a part of your thought process, where leaning on him, that leaning on him, him song really struck your heart tonight because it's your desire. It's been your desire since you were a little boy. You've really desired to lean on him and to understand him. And there's some things, there's questions that you have for him. You're a student, you're a learner, you know his word. And he's wanting to show you another level of his word. There's another level. There's more coming for you. There's more coming for you. Um, so I just want to add this. Like sometimes when it's hard to know what God is saying, uh, what I do is I'll like pray in tongues as long as I need until like my spirit begins to feel his presence. 
And then usually when that presence begins to come, that's when I begin to hear the word or see the picture or something like that. So part of me was like, you know, I'm kind of like feeling your heart and I'm like, ah, like I'm wanting to like go with you on that. And so I feel like um, on, my, on my spirit, I'm already doing that. But um, I just saw you guys, you're his wife. What's your name? Eliza. That's a really awesome name. Um, I just saw you guys in like your journey and, and like, you know, your obedience and like what you've done is you've kind of like walked these trails. And what I saw was that everywhere that you walked in every church and every group and whatever, you were planting these seeds. And I know that you talked about vision. Um, but what I saw you guys doing is your vision to have vision was actually a seed. They were seeds of vision going around like I could like your heart and your desire to have vision and, and like to see things and like what you want to see, like anytime you'd go into a different church or a different group, like those seeds were being planted. And it's so funny because I feel like, you know, the Lord is going to water those seeds and then he's going to cause the increase. And it's kind of ironic that these are seeds when you're talking about a church plant. You know what I mean? Um, and so I feel like actually God has been behind the scenes working with you and your steps have actually been seed sowing um, in all of these different places. And I just feel like that's to encourage you. Like, um, And I just remember 1 Corinthians 3 where it talks about like Paul watered the seed, Apollos, I mean, Paul planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. But Neither he who planted or watered is anything, but only God who gives the increase. And I feel like you guys are going to see an increase where you didn't even know you were sowing for a harvest. So. Okay. Um, I saw immediately, I saw a measuring uh, tape. And I felt like that it was, um, that he, you know how he measured the temple. And I felt like that the Lord was, um, that this measuring tape was two things. One, I think it was measuring, um, like a plumb line, just measuring the word in you. And I felt like it was also, um, measuring time. And, and I feel like, uh, the Lord brought me back to something recently about a, just a justice angel that's been released to judge the delay of God's promises over certain people's lives. And so I saw this justice angel being released on your behalf and, um, for the delay, um, to deal with this delay. And I, so I feel like the Lord's really saying to you, there's a lot here that is your inheritance, but I feel like that this might be a key to your, to your breakthrough. Um, cause the Lord can speak a lot of things and you're like, well, I don't understand how that's going to be my sword. Like the woman that needed the attorney. I don't understand how all of those things that you spoke to me is actually going to help to facilitate this. But let me tell you something. Most of what the Lord is going to do will be in you, the things that you speak. And a lot of times that thing that you speak 
that is part of your inheritance. Thank you, Father, for my generational inheritance to teach and preach. Thank you, Father, that you're giving me an anointing in this hour that is going to begin to break through. God, I thank you that you've you've given me angels that surround me with fresh breath and to breathe on me. And so you're saying these things and you're like, I don't understand how this is going to... And a lot of what you're doing is actually, you're actually creating a different environment on the inside. Because whatever happens on the inside influences what happens on the outside. And so he's churning and burning on the inside so that you can then begin to walk in a room and the fragrance of the Lord comes with you instead of maybe bitterness and anger and, 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 you know, all of that kind of stuff. How many of you have walked in a room with that? Like I walk in a room sometime and I'm like, I'm so depressed. (laughs) Seriously. And people are like, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. And they can, you know, they can pick up on that. But when you walk in the room and you're like, God, I thank you that I've got a generational inheritance and everything else doesn't really matter because I've convinced myself through my own words of the truth of who I am. Therefore, I stand in that and I begin to speak to the things that have stood in my way because I have the word of the Lord. Who else has something? Okay, Julie. Um, when we were praying and listening to music, I heard tick, 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 tick. And so I was asking the Lord about it. And I saw heaven and angels looking at this clock. And they're in anticipation for the time for this to happen. And I see heaven looking at your family and watching over your family with anticipation and celebration, almost like, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. There's such an excitement in heaven over what is going to happen. And I feel like the Holy Spirit wants to give you a dose of hope like medicine tonight. And so we just release hope to you right now in Jesus' name to every single person in your family. I thank you, God, that you are giving them a dose of hope and cultivate that hope. Don't lose your hope. Do not lose your hope. Hope is a person. It's Jesus, and he will not let you down. He keeps his promises. So I thank you, God, that in the right time, in no more delay, that clock is about to go off, and the promises of God will be released. And hope is being released right now in Jesus' name. And we celebrate with you. We celebrate with heaven in Jesus' name. Okay, so with that, all right, now look what she just did. She just prophesied to you, which broke through a lot of the stuff that was even going on in your heart. And so prophecy is great because it breaks through the clutter. And it, and because remember in Zechariah, no, in Ezra, where they weren't rebuilding the temple and they're all like, you know, just hanging out, building their own houses. Well, what does he do? He sends the prophetic in, he sends Haggai and uh, Zechariah into uh, build re- and they're like, hey, it's time to rebuild the temple. It's time to rebuild the temple. Well, what just happened is the word of the Lord is coming because it's time to rebuild the temple because it was like, no, there's been a delay and the enemy has frustrated the building. Therefore, God's got to send in a fresh word of the Lord that begins to initiate and and hit our hearts with the paddle to begin to go, come back to life, come back to life. Remember who you are. Remember what I've called you to do. Amen. All right, so I want you to take a picture of this, Clint, because um, this is going to be the thing that you declare over yourself and over the things in your life and watch God come through in a big way. Also, I want to tell you something. 
So you get to the place where you're like, I'm just so tired of living in the place. Now, look, this is where I've been recently. I'm so tired of living in the place of dreams. I'm so tired of living in the place of vision, you know? And the Lord said, really? That's good. This is what he told me. He said, you know, my servant Jacob got to that same place. And he finally got tired of everything that he was believing me for and everything that I had promised. And he shifted over into a place where he was not willing to live without it anymore. And his prayers and his wrestling became different. And he said, I'm not going to let you go until I get my inheritance. I will fight you for this. And he's like, that's what I'm looking for. That's the spirit that I'm looking for. When you finally get to the edge of yourself and the end of yourself where you're like, I don't even know if I can believe anymore. And he's like, good. Now fight me for it. Tell me that you can't live without the very thing that is your inheritance that I promised you and watch me move and change your name. Amen? To one that wrestles with God and wins because that's the character of the man that he's looking for in the days to come. Amen? All right. So are y'all with me now? It's late, but I've got one more. Um, Travis, would you come up? Now, Travis is a minister of the gospel, and he's got a ministry up in South Dakota. And uh, he's with us tonight, and we're just so honored to have you here. Yeah. He's a musician and um, also play. He gave us this drum, which is this prophetic drum that I cannot wait to play. I'm going to make him come back and play it with our worshipers. And he's going to get up there. And he was telling me about a woman who was deaf or partially deaf. And he played the drum just the other night and black stuff came out of her ear and she got her hearing back. Yeah. So this is a healing drum. And, um, and this is a man that carries just the fire of God. And so we're going to ask the intercessors to press in. Did we lose one? Did we? Oh, okay. So I didn't get to, so she's, she wants, you should write it on the board, Lori. Okay. All right. All right. I'm erasing this. All right. So we're going to, we're going to just lock and load you here, Travis. So we don't want you to leave Dallas without getting getting everything you need to to shoot your gun. I know you do a lot of that up there, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a hunting guide actually. You're a hunting guide, honey. We're going to we're going to South Dakota, <laughs> and he's also a fishing guide, right? <laughs> yeah, hunting, yeah. fishing, and he owns a ranch, cattle. and he has cattle, cattle, cattle. He's bringing us steaks next. <laughs> Yeah, John's a farmer. It was almost a ranch, but anyway, a little. You had cattle. You had three. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, uh, are you guys still with me? Are y'all good? Are you enjoying this? All right. So, we're going to go ahead and start. So, Father, we just thank you for Travis. God, we ask for the word of the Lord. We ask you for the word of the Lord so he can pray succinctly, God. Tell him what to do, tell him what to say. Tell him what to do. Tell him what to say, Father. We need your word in this hour, God. And we thank you for it.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, they're going to keep praying, but Heather's going to release them. Um, Travis, I just saw you uh, just spending time with the Lord in the morning, like early, like, you know, waking up the dawn. And um, I don't know if that's like a routine with you, but I feel like that time is really important and the Lord just gives you strategies and he speaks to you and uh, that and I just felt like I heard him say almost so clear your consistency will hit the mark and just again consistency will hit the mark consistency will hit the mark and I just saw you spending that time time and time and that consistency is going to hit the mark Whatever the mark is, probably more than one thing. Um, I actually saw you with the bow and an arrow with the quiver full of arrows, and you were hitting the mark every time. And I heard peace like a river, peace like a river. I think the, well, the Lord really enjoys your company and how you come and just sit with him beside the river. And um, I just see your feet bathed in the water, just flowing over you. But do you do you hunt with a bow? Ah, okay. I see you with the bow. And really, like, that quiver is full. And th that blessing. Do you have kids? Do you have a lot of kids? Or a lot of, okay. Do you, like, pastor over a lot of, like, people? You've got a lot of sons in the spirit. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Cool. Anyway, you're amazing. So I saw a rug, a Native American looking rug, and I saw that it was all completely red. And I saw that you would lay down and wrap yourself in it. And I heard, oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. And I see that the Father is so pleased with you, that you have so humbled yourself that, that your soul is so surrendered to him, that his blood washes you in every moment of every day. And I don't know the nation that you've been asking for, but I feel like there's a nation that you've been asking for. And um, I feel like the father's really going to teach you about his courts and he's going to teach you how to rule and reign and to teach a nation to come to him. Um, but I just keep hearing that, that same song, Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood, the blood of Jesus. I got that word nations too. And I saw, um, this door and I heard the Lord say simple acts of obedience. It was just a one simple act of obedience. And this door opened and I, it was like this huge expansion. And I felt like it was a door opening to nations um, but I felt like you're on the cusp of something new and it's an expansion, but just the simple acts of obedience and following his voice that op the door will open and like this, it's just like an instant, uh, an expansion. 
uh, I heard that um, he's got a heart like David. And we know how that turned out, that, that David's heart was, you know, it moved Father God and that David understood the emotions of God. And I felt like you've stepped into and you're continuing to step in deeper to a place of understanding the emotions of God and walking the way David walked. Um, he was unabandoned to God. You know, he trusted him with everything. And if you read the scriptures, I mean, he saw ahead. He saw ahead. He saw into the, into the future and he saw things. And I feel like the Lord said, I, I'm going to do these things with you because I can trust you. You've given me your heart and you've, you've just let go of, of the way the world does things. And you said, I'm going to do it your way, Lord. And so he says, okay, then I'm going to take you to places. I'm going to show you things. And it, maybe it is the nations. I'm going to show you what it is that I have on my heart because you can, uh, I can trust you with my heart, the Father says. That's really good. I heard what the enemy meant for evil, I'm going to turn for good. I also saw like, like this, um, like, like chaos, like bam, like everything looked like it got uh, shattered and, and, and torn apart. And, but I saw the Lord taking everything that was shattered and putting it back together in a new way. And so I felt like it's, uh, that, that there is uh, something new that the Lord has for you. And I felt like the Lord say, do not look with your eyes in the natural, but keep your eyes on the spirit and what I'm doing. And I'm going to take you through this season and watch me as I move you through it. I'm going to move you through it with grace. And you're going to be like, this is so crazy how much grace that uh, I have. And then there's going to come this propeller. I saw this like propulsion, like he's propelling you through this time. And even though it may not look like it, I heard the Lord say, you are in a huge promotion right now right now. You are being promoted. Every time David was in the midst of a promotion, it looked like, uh, you know, that, that everybody just burned the city and took all of his belongings and his children and his, his family, the enemy. But he said, no, you're actually, you're in route to being king. And so he was moving him into that place. And right after, where was that? What's what city was that? Ziglag. Yeah. Right after Ziglag, bam, you're king of Judah. And so right on the heels of that. And so I just felt like you're in a season of inquiring upon the Lord about his words and the things that he's saying. And do not judge with what you see with your eyes, but only what I am saying and doing, says the Lord. And it is a test. Hold on. Okay. Yes. No, I want to agree with that because what I heard was upgrade. Um, as I continue to pray, he's giving you upgrades. And I also thought it was, a, a, I saw um, like these, like these gadgets. Uh, so it's like, like the compass thing that goes on like a gun and like you can see through. I mean, I'm not, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a city girl. Um, <laughs> um, but anyways, but I felt like these you were getting that and it was being latched on to like whatever tool or weapon that you were using, but it was an upgrade. It was like, not just like a normal everyday type, but it was like a super upper. Yeah. I mean, 
But it's true. But what I, but what you're saying about the spirit, it's like that's your upgrade is the sight in the spirit. And I felt like your prophetic vision was increasing, and that was a part of your your upgrade and your promotion. Okay, so along with that, I saw you, the Lord is trusting you to come and sit with him above the circle of the earth and laugh at the plans of men. And so that's part of your praying into the nations above the circle of the earth and laughing. He, you're going to get to laugh from above to the earth. Okay, so I think this really isn't a prophecy, but what I saw was you praying for him. I think you have victories and you have this soft, tender heart and the way that you've walked with the Lord. I saw that there, and it may just be an impartation for everyone. I'm not sure, but you have this tenderness about you that the Lord moves and you feel him move, that he breathes and it makes you cry. And there's such a gentleness about who you are that it goes against everything that the world says a man should do, how he should have feelings. And you just say, Lord, here I am. Here I am. You can have me. All right. So if you look at this and everything that the Lord spoke, he said, thank you. So you just turn these into prayers during your prayer time. You know, well, Father, I just thank you that you that you've told me to hit the mark. Uh, you're driving on your you're you're riding your horse on the ranch. So cool. <laughs> You're riding your horse on the ranch. Father, I thank you that I'm going to hit the mark. Thank you, Father, that you are releasing over me peace like a river. And it begins to be the thing that comes out of your mouth instead of the things that the enemy is doing and saying and fighting that earth-to-earth -earth battle. You're like, no, I'm going to come from heaven and I'm going to begin to fight what the, what the enemy is doing from the heavenly places. Father, I thank you that you are releasing the arrow of the Lord and that I'm going to hit the mark. Father, oh, thank you that I'm covered in the blood of Jesus and you've given me humility to take the nations and the nations are going to come to me, God. God. And just begin to get, I would begin to camp out here and begin to call those nations forth. And you know what nation, um, the first nation people. And, um, and so father, I thank you, uh, for this door, uh, that you're opening up for acts of obedience. God speak to me clearly and just begin to camp out there. Father, I thank you for the new thing that this expansion is coming fast. God, I thank you that you've given me the heart of David. And I just thank you, Father, you move my heart, you know, just keep on going there because everything you're doing here, this is agreement. This is all you have to do is say, God, thank you. Now you can also get scriptures out of the Bible and you can declare those as well. Whatever you feel like is your moment. Like the Lord gave me this, uh, what the enemy meant for evil. I thank you, God, you're going to turn for good. And you just speak to it. And again, like Clint, see Clint's on the verge of breakthrough. And we already know that because he's pretty much toast right now. He's feeling it in his heart. And he's like, I'm just so frustrated about my situation. And the Lord's like, keep declaring it, keep declaring it. You're in the moment of like, if you're dying of cancer, you're going in for the heavy meds, right? And so it's the same kind of thing. Like I am dying. And he's like, good. Start saying this all day, every day. Let it be your song that you sing every single time. Everything started falling apart. I was like, praise the Lord. We're about to break through. 
And so I knew that I had to lock and load and I had to get a machine gun out and not a pistol because that stuff had a rapid fire and I had to begin to do war in the spirit and then push my way through into the promised land. But if you don't know how to do this, you're not going to cross over because you don't know how to fight when the Lord's calling you to fight. He's like, look, I'm with you. I'm going to, you're going to take the land. You've got this. You've got the word of the Lord. And so this is all you need. Amen. All right. So bless you. All right. All right. So give everybody your address and we'll all be there next week. (laughs) All right. So does that feel good to y'all? That's how you pray. And while it's easy, you know, to have the cast of, you know, the prophets here, it makes it a little bit easier. You're a prophet and you can hear from the Lord and he has a word for you. And he, he wants to tell you what to do. And he wants to tell you what to say because he knows where you are. And listen, if you feel like you can't hear from him, then you need to come here and get a prophetic word. You need to say, okay, God, I mean, we prophesy all the time. You can walk If you walk in the door, people will be like, hey, I think I have a word for you. And you'll run into five people that have a word for you. Everybody here prophesies. So I encourage you to do that and then learn to use that as a sword. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. You want to, she has a word for all three people that we prophesied over. And so tell me your name again. Malika. Malika. Malika is going to come over and she's going to share that word for you, with you. All right. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for everything you've done tonight. God, I thank you that, that for the honor and the privilege of being able to pray, that you made a way for us to come and have intimacy with you, to love you. We pour out our hearts to you, God. We thank you that we get to know your ways through the things that you tell us, the things that you show us, the things that you speak over our hearts and our lives. We love you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.